Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. This is First Lady Evangelist Teacher, Student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson, with the good news, the good news of the glorious gospel. Thank you so much for tuning in today, Teaching Tuesday, September the 5th, 2017. OMG, September, October, November, December. We just have three months left before the year 2017 is out. So if God has spoken something in your spirit that he wants you to do, wants you to accomplish, all we have to do is trust in God, believe God for what he said, and before the year is over, it shall be accomplished. For the word says that the words that God speaks shall be accomplished and shall not return unto him void, but shall do that that has been sent out to do. So all we need to do is just trust God on what he has said. Glory to God. I'm reminded uh, last week, <clears throat> excuse me, last week I went to Bible study. Wonderful, wonderful speaker. Oh, my gosh, teacher of the word of God. She's not a speaker. She's a leader. Uh, she's established in God, not just in the church. There is a difference, listening audience, saints of God. There is a difference in being established in God and established in church. I don't want to be established in church and not established in God. That does not benefit me to be established in church. You know, going to church every day, and that's good. I'm not coming against that. Cleaning the church, that's good. Serving in the ministries, that is great. I am for all of that. But where is your relationship with Jesus Christ? What position are you taking in God? Or what position is God taking in your life? That's the key. It's not so much that we go to church every day and we sing in the choir every day the doors are open, because I was like that. Every day the doors were open, choir rehearsal, I sang in the choir, I taught Sunday school, I went to Bible study, and I was in Sunday morning service and Sunday night service. That is five different entities in church every time the church doors open. However, I did not allow Jesus to be the Lord over my life. Now, God never turned his back on me. He never took his hands off of me. That's why I stand here today, and you hear my voice today, because of the grace and the mercy and the love of God. Had he have taken his hand off of me during those times and seasons, I wouldn't be here today, and, and neither some of you as well. I know that that's not only my story. So though we go to church every day and we work in the auxiliaries, you know, and we clean the church and all of that is great. I tell you, I served God. I helped a lot of people when I sang. Um, our church was the deliverance church. Glory to God. You could not sing in that church if you weren't delivered or at least striving for deliverance. You couldn't sing in that choir. Excuse me. You couldn't sing in that choir if you did not have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So our our choir was a deliverance choir, and we absolutely would take the church up, you know, and be the, and people would get delivered and healed and helped and cleansed and touched and just great things, hallelujah. But there again, that's established in the church, which is a great thing. But are you established in God? And is God established in your heart and in your life? That's where we need to search ourselves and ask ourselves, and do self-inventory. Okay, God, where, where am I allowing you? Am I allowing you in my life? Am I allowing you in my circumstances and my situations and my everyday uh, daily activities? 
Lord? Are you in my life, Jesus Christ? Am I letting you, you know, take over my life? There's something that God has showed me, and I'm not going to reveal it right now. Actually, he just revealed something to me just a few moments ago, and I want to share this golden nugget. Um, Excuse me. Let's see. God, give me wisdom. (laughs) Glory to God. I thank God so much. He's such a loving and a kind and a caring God. He loves us so much. He wants the best for his people, and he has no respect of person. And what the Holy Ghost revealed unto me is something, saints, I'm talking to the saints now, not just the listening audience, but those of us that have a relationship with Jesus Christ that are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. If God has given you something to do for him, a gift, a talent, a task, uh, we must first be quick to hear and slow to speak. We cannot share everything with just anybody or everything, you know, with everybody. We have to try the spirit by the word and know that it is of God. Just because people are wearing crosses on their arms or crosses, you know, on a necklace around their neck or bracelets or, you know, have the fish symbol on the back of their car does not mean that they are of God. They may be of church, but doesn't mean that they're of God. And then everybody, saints, are not with us, okay? They're not with us and they're not for us. They may appear to be. And with those people, we just pray for them. You know, we pray that God soften their hearts. And, you know, if they're serving the God that I'm serving, then it should be no problem with what God is doing with me and through me if we're serving the same God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But God just revealed that to me just a few moments ago. Thank you, Jesus. I shared something with someone about my show. And after I shared it, I discerned, you know, in the spirit and the atmosphere that there was no agreement about it concerning me that, you know, there, and it doesn't make a difference one way or the other, because I'm going to do the will of God concerning my life. It was just a lesson, you know, that I learned to just, you know, not be so quick to share. And you would think, okay, it's a good thing, you know, and you're sharing good information and godly information. So it's good to share. No, not all the time. Sometimes it's good to just keep it, just hold on to it. And let God bless us with it. Let God bless the saints with it. Glory to God. And not share it with anybody. Hallelujah. But people have got to be worthy of what we share with them, what we give to them. There's a scripture that says, cast not your pearls before the swine. Glory to God. Lest they tear you and rend you with it and things of that nature. And that's exactly what happened. Thank you, Jesus. So I will from henceforth be slow to speak and quick to hear. There again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is a wonderful, marvelous day that the Lord has made. We shall, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm going to play a song um, today from Theodore Chestnut. He is a friend that um, called in um, on my show. Um, I think he did a LinkedIn social media. And he found my show and was interested in being on the show and his songs and testimony and things of that nature. And I said, absolutely, absolutely. I could discern in the spirit that he was a brother. Glory to God. So he downloaded his music, and I put it on my platform and had him on the show. And, oh, my God, did God have his way. We had a listener to call in 
who was uh, up against some um, financial situations with his home. Excuse me. He was leaving, uh, losing his house supposedly that week. And I got in prayer and started praying and interceding. Glory to God. I thank God for the power of prayer. And I know who I am in God in prayer. I know I can get a prayer through. I know I can cast down the evil, wicked thoughts of the enemy. Glory to God. And get to God on what he has for God's people. So I started praying for the man and, you know, interceding for him and trusting God that God was not going to allow it to happen. And I asked a guy to call, you know, the next week and let us know what took place. And other students called back. He didn't call on the show. He called me directly um, and let me know that he did not lose his place. Um, as a matter of fact, I think he got another month or something like that. It was just a blessing that was bestowed upon him. And that was through... Uh, Brother Chestnut's testimony, glory to God, that he gave, and I'm not going to give it. If you didn't hear it, um, go back. I think it was, what, June? It may have been May or June uh, when he was on the show. And hear his testimony for yourself from him. It really blessed that man. And through his testimony and him reaching out to want to be a part of the show, and it just, it, I was honored. I was truly honored and um received it. Um, he was also up for a couple of nominations through an award, gospel award show, and I prayed and interceded and touched and agreed that he was going to get one of those uh, segments that he was in, and I was sure he, he did. He won one of the um, areas that he was nominated in, and, you know, God is just faithful. He's a faithful God. So there again, is God in your life? You know, have you made room for God in your life? Have you made room for God in your heart? Have you made room for God in your mind? That's where the battle is. The battle is in the mind. It's not so much in our heart because we hide the word in our heart that we sit down against them. So a lot of saints that have been saved for a long time, as long as I have, if not longer, we know how to quote the word. We got the word in our heart, glory to God. But it's the mind that we have to renew daily in the scriptures. Glory to God. I will be teaching on that, not today. Um, let me see, what all do I have today? Uh, yeah, that's one of the scriptures today that I'm going to be teaching on. It's Romans 12 and 2 about renewing the mind and being transformed and that we don't conform to this world in our thought life. Glory to God. That's the journey that I'm on right now, and I thank God for the journey, for that journey, you know, because this too shall pass, and it came to pass. It came in my life to pass, and, and that's a word for someone. Whatever you're going through, it has come to your life to pass on through it. You know, like the scripture says, how we pass through the valley of the shadow of darkness, we pass through it, glory to God. We don't stay stuck in it, okay? So it is coming to my life and things, uh, trial, tribulation, persecution, and fire has come into our life, first of all, to strengthen us, to create in us what God wants us to be, and then to pass on by, you know, so we can help somebody else. And get on to another level of glory and praise and honor and blessings and goodness and peace and joy from the Lord. Okay, 
So let's hear Brother Theodore Chestnut feel so good. I pray that um, his, he, he downloaded it on an MP3, and the last time I played this, I'm just going to trust God. I'm not putting anything negative in the atmosphere. I know the enemy will love for me to do that. I denounce that. I refuse to do that. This song is going to come through clear. Glory to God, and it's going to bless you. I'll be right back. This is the good news, the good news of the glorious gospel. Lord, the way you embrace me. Lord, the way you love me. Your love and kindness. It feels so good, God. So good. Chestnut. Uh, you guys can download that on MP3. Um, 
I'm sorry. Um, go to his website, Theodore Chestnut, and there should be a link for that song. It's called Feel So Good. It's really a good song. I'm not sure if it came through clearly. There's a couple of verses that I w- was not able to hear myself, um, but it is an awesome song. That was one of the songs that he was um, – uh, the word is um, when someone, uh, oh, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, when they nominate you, that was one of the songs he was nominated for. I'm not sure if that was the one that he won on, but he was nominated for that song. So we know that through a nomination with such a, it's like the Dove Awards and uh, in, in the gospel um, setting. It wasn't the Dove Awards, but it's similar to it. It was in Florida a couple of months ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I really would like for you all to download that song and take a listen to it and, you know, just let God bless you. Okay. <laughs> Call in number for the guest is 646-649-1068. If you have a, a praise report, if you have a song that you like to sing, if you need prayer, glory to God. If you have something great that you want to share, a scripture that God gave you and revelation knowledge on it, glory to God, feel free to call in, hallelujah, and share the goodness of the Lord. You know, I thank God so much for his loving kindness. He's just wonderful. He's just wonderful. Okay, so today we're going to study on Romans 12 and says, <clears throat> And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, so Romans 12 and 2 tells us to be not conformed to this world. And in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, tells us what's in the world. The love, to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So Romans 12 and 2 tells us to be not conformed to this world. And then 1 John 2, 15 through 17 tells us what's in this world. The lust, um, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And it is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And we know who is of this world, the principalities of the air. Satan, who was a fallen angel, is of this world. So saints, we are not our thinking, our thought process. And I just thank God for all things. I absolutely do. For I know that all things work together for my good. There's a song, is working for my good. And he says it doesn't feel good, but it's working for my good. And I thank God for that so much because he yet loves us. He yet cares for us. Glory to God. And sometimes, most of the time, the way that he shows us that he cares for us is that we go through things. 
is that he allows things to come in our lives. He allows trial and tribulation and fire and persecution just to show us how much he loves us by bringing us out with the victory, by bringing us out as pure gold, glory to God, by showing us revelation knowledge, hallelujah. That is the way God shows us that he loves us, one of the ways. Another way, absolutely, we know that he provides all of our needs according to his riches and glory, that when you're a tithe payer, he opens up the windows of heaven, and he pours us out a blessing that we do not have room enough to store. Glory to God. So we know the good things that God does to show us that he loves us. We know that when we ask him for a fish, that he won't give us a rock. Glory to God. We know that he's a good father that gives good gifts. And some good gifts come through trial, tribulation, and fire that he allows for our highest good. And I thank God for that. Especially for those of us that have a ministry and have a destiny, we must needs go through, as I heard the Spirit say to me a few months ago, Samaria. We must needs be go through Samaria. We must needs be go through the fire. We must needs be go through persecution and trial and tribulation. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That God may get the glory in our lives and that we may learn. Not, okay, okay, now that's not, let me just digress for a second. Because the Bible says that we're ever learning and never coming into the knowledge of, that's something I do not want to do. Sister Danielle, First Lady Danielle, evangelist, teacher, student of the Word of God, I do not want to be ever learning and never coming into the knowledge of that is not the will of God for his people. We are to come into the knowledge of the things that we go through and not to be ever learning about them. You know, I didn't learn. I can't do that. I learned. I can't share that, you know, with just anybody. No, I need to come into the knowledge of, which is, you know, which is what's happening in my life and what's going on in my life. I can't speak for the saints for you right now. I'm not sure you haven't called and testified. I don't know what exactly is going on in your life. But when we go through test, trials, persecution, and tribulation, it's all for our highest good. And it's for us to come into the knowledge of, to not be ever learning, but the knowledge that I cannot Share my pearls with a swan because they're going to turn and rend me. So I can't do that. Glory to God. I have to be careful with what great things God has given me, glory to God, to share with. And the same thing goes for the saints that are listening, that God has given you great gifts, glory to God, and great talents. And we have to be careful with who we share that with. We have to see, glory to God, ask God to open our eyes, God, open the eyes of Father God, our understanding, God, that we're able to see clearly, Lord, what stands before us, God, that we're able to see clearly, Lord God, who or what it is, God, that's working, Father God, behind the scenes. Glory to God, because it's not always what it appears to be. Thank you, Jesus. So we need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We need the guidance of the Holy Ghost. We need God to reveal revelation, knowledge, discernment. In the name of Jesus, I speak, decree, and declare discernment in the saints of God that we be not tossed to and fro, that we not uh, uh, share our pearls before the swine, hallelujah, or before the dogs, and they tear and rend us with it, trample it up under their feet. Glory to God. No, no longer in Jesus' name, hallelujah. But we discern the spirit, 
Hallelujah. Discernment, glory to God. What that spirit, what, you know, what's behind what we see? Because what we see is not always what it is. What it appears is not always what, and I thank God for that. I do. I thank God for every test and every trial. I absolutely do. And no, we cannot lump everybody into one group. If one person in a segment acts a certain way, that whole segment is not like that one person. You just have to know that one person is like that, glory to God, and stay away. Or, you know, don't don't divulge the gifts and the and the knowledge and the great things that God has given, the talents that God has given. Okay. And I don't know how I got on that. Thank you, Jesus. The, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the fathers of the world. That's how it's talking about the Satan, uh, Satan being the prince and power of the air and the fallen angel. Glory to God. And, but God has given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing, no thing. That's how nothing is spelled. N-O, <clears throat> I'm going to put a space, T-H-I-N-G. No thing shall harm us in the name of Jesus. That's the word. We have power over the enemy, and no thing shall harm us. Glory to God. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm a teacher of the gospel, and the way I teach a lot of times is through, like, defining words. That, that's a big thing for me, that I understand what the words are saying. Uh, and that's in my own studies, excuse me, that's in my own studies. When I study the word of God, I get out my dictionary, I get out my concordance. I have to understand what does that word mean. And especially if it's a word that I ain't never seen before, that I may not know how to pronounce, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? You know, what 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 does that word mean within the commentary that uh, Matthew Henry is bringing out on one of the scriptures. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I go get my dictionary, my Webster's. I love Webster's. And I see and understand what the word means. So let's go into Romans 12 and 2 and and define the words of of the scripture. Okay. And be not conformed. Conformed means be similar, be Excuse me, be in line with, we are not to be similar and be in line with the world saints. When people see us, they should see a difference. They're supposed, they should see the glory of God. They should see God on us, through us, in us, and with us. Not similar, Danielle. Not like, not saints of God, not like the world, um, not like the world is, okay, but we're to be different. We're not to be in line with the world. We are a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And just because it sounds good or just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good for God's people because we are a peculiar people. And we are to not be conformed or singular to the world, Okay. But we are to be transformed, and transformed means changed or alter in form, appearance, or nature. So we're to be transformed means to be to alter in form, 
We're not supposed to be similar and line up like the word, our form, our, our way of doing things, our frame of doing things are to be different, not similar and not lining up, but different. So we're to be transformed, means to be changed or altered in form. And who changes and alters us? It is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And I thank God for that. Through his love and kindness, he comes in and alters us and changes us. Glory to God. Our frame. You know, the way we do things, the way we think about things. Thank you, Jesus. By the renewing, and renewing means cause to appear in a new form. So the Bible says in Philippians 2, 5 through 11, let this mind be in you that was also in Jesus. Renew means to cause to appear in a new form. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing, means to appear in a new form. Glory to God. Letting the mind of Christ be in us, letting that mind that was in Christ also be in us, appear in a new form. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't be friendly and we can't be nice to the world, saints. We can still be friendly and we can still be nice and we can still be cordial, okay? We do not want to be so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good. We don't want to be like that, saints. We want to be approachable, you know, where a sinner may, you know, uh, need to talk to us and they see God on us and uh, the love of God and, you know, they need somebody to pray with them or for them or things of that nature for their family. Hallelujah. So we're not to shut up the bowels of our compassion. That's not what I'm saying, but we are to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves in Jesus' name by the renewing of your mind. And mind means that which is responsible for one's thoughts and feelings, the seat of the faculty of reasoning, God's thoughts towards us. And Jeremiah says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. There are thoughts of good and not of evil to give us an expected end. He has thoughts of good toward his people, not thoughts of evil. He's going to give us an expected end. He's going to prosper us. Glory to God. The saints. Okay. So the renewing of your mind. And the mind means that which is responsible for one's thoughts and feelings. We are to renew it. Excuse me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're to be transformed. We're not to conform to the world the way the world does things. It may sound good. It may look good. But stop. Wait, saints. Hold on. Let's look at this thing. Let's think. Let us use our minds that God has given us. Let us discern, you know, what spirit it is. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us be quick to hear. And slow to speak, because it is not what it appears to be. Thank you, Jesus. But we know that God covers us in the blood of Jesus. He protects us from all evils, known and unknown, seen and unseen. God covers and protects his people. Okay. That ye may prove, and prove means establish the validity, the quality of being legit logically valid 
of something as by an example, experiment, or explanation. Okay. So we're going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, and prove means establish the validity or the quality of being logically valid of something as by an example, experiment, or explanation. So we're going to renew our mind that we're able to prove the, the validity, establishing the validity, okay, the value of something, that it is what it appears to be, that it is valid, absolutely what it appears to be, by the renewing of our mind. What is that good means suitable or right for a particular purpose, and acceptable means meeting requirements adequate for the purpose, and perfect means being complete of its kind, being precisely accurate or exact. Matthew 5.48 puts it like this, be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be ye perfect, for I am perfect. Okay, that's not the same thing. I I got that in there, but that's not the same thing. This perfect means being complete of its kind, being precisely accurate or exact. And that's why we're renewing our mind, that when we see whatever we see that is complete of its kind, that we're not deceived, we're not tricked, but it's precisely accurate or exactly what it appears to be. Through the renewing of our minds, glory to God, we're going to prove that perfect, good, acceptable will of God. And will means a fixed and present intent or purpose. Have in mind, decree, or ordain. Will of God. Will means a fixed and present intent or purpose. You know, there's a lot of people just the opposite that pretend, you know, they have a pretense. It's not accurate. It's not exact. Thank you, Jesus. Things a fixed and persistent intent or purpose. Persistent means of a surety. Persistent, for real. This is really what we see. This is really what's going on. Glory to God. It is not a pretense. It is not a form or a fashion and denying the power of God, but it, exact, but it is exactly what we discern it to be. And that is the main purpose, motive operandi, on why we renew our mind. That we may prove, first of all, that we don't be conformed to the world. We don't want to line up with the world. We don't want to be similar with the world. We don't, we don't want to... You know, and I'm not saying they're, again, being rude and arrogant and stuck up. That's not what I'm saying. However, we have to know who we are in Christ and not allow the devil or his spirits to undermine our authority in God. We have to know who we are. We have to purposely, intentionally live for God. Stand on what God has given us. Hallelujah. Not conform not be similar, not line up, irregardless to who thinks what or what the enemy is trying to put in the atmosphere. We have to know beyond the shadow of a doubt, glory to God, who we are and whose we are. Thank you, Jesus. And stand 
on what God has given us. God has given us Romans 12 and 16. God has given you, First Lady Danielle Wilson, to expound on the word. That would be not conformed, hallelujah. That would be not similar or be in line with the world. And we know that the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, it may appear to be holy. They may have crosses from their neck all the way down to their ankles. Just tattoo. First of all, if they tattooed with a cross, we know right there they are the will of God, that they're not of God. Because God says in the Old Testament to not tattoo our bodies, to not put ink marks on our body. It's in the word of God to not do it. So if you see a so-called person that claiming the name of Christ and say they and they all tattooed up with crosses, no, no, it's a form and a fashion, and it is according to the world. They're being similar and lining up with the world because they are not being peculiar. When someone looks upon them, they see the world. They don't see God. There's no way you would see God on a person. I don't care if their cross is as big as from one end of their chest shoulder blade to the other end of their shoulder blade from the top of their neck all the way down to their back. I don't care how big the cross is. I don't care if it's got wings on it. It is a tattoo, glory to God. It is out of the will of God, and they are not a saint. And that's just all it is to it because it's it's in the word. We are not to conform to the world, the lust of the eye, the lust of flesh, and the pride of life, glory to God. But we are to be renewed in our minds to appear in a new form. That's what renewing means. You see somebody wearing a cross, that's not being renewed in your mind. That's doing exactly what the world is doing. You're not being renewed. You're being just like. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In our minds is our thoughts and feelings. Okay? So you see someone, I'm just, you know what, this is what the Holy Ghost has given me. And if it's hitting home, if you can't say thank you, Jesus, and hallelujah, then just say ouch. You know, if your um, your thoughts are to put a tattoo on you because you're thinking that, excuse me, that is going to symbolize God and is going to show people how much God you have in your life, you have missed the mark. Because the word tells us, first of all, speaking of Mark, to mark the perfect man. For at the end of that man is peace. And we know the only perfect person is Jesus Christ. So if we're to mark Jesus Christ, you know, to check him out and check Jesus Christ out. Christ, Jesus Christ had no markings on him. He had no tattoos. He did not have to have a big old tattoo crossed his arm down his neck to let people know he was serving God or that he was of God. That's not God. That's the world. And we are to be not conformed to the world, but we're to be transformed, changed in a new image, glory to God, that we may prove, establish the validity. All right, saints, it's time for us to be different. Okay, I know the world has kind of crept in the church and crept in the hearts and the minds of the people, and Lord, far be it for me, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to stand and I'm going to say it again, Lord, far be it for me, in Jesus' name, because God did not save me out of darkness, 
into his marvelous light for me to appear to be like the world. He brought me out of the world. He didn't bring me out of the world and save me from the world for me to get like the world and be like the world. That's not why Father God saved me. That's not why my my sister was crying out to God to save me, glory to God, and, and bring me, you know, into the fold of God. Hallelujah. God. She wasn't praying earnest prayers unto God for God to save me, for him to save me, and then for me to, you know, appear to be like the world. No, sir, no, ma'am. Far be it from Sister Danielle and my family. It's for me and my family. We're going to serve the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And away with whoever says what, that's the word of God, and that's what I'm standing on. The word to prove the good was suitable or right for a particular purpose. You say you're a child of God. You say you're a man or a woman of God. We're to uh, we're to uh, means suitable for or right for a particular purpose. So the particular purpose is the saint, and we're to prove what is suitable. And if they're saints and they have crosses on them, no, that's not suitable as a saint. Glory to God. We're proving by the renewing of our minds, Christians, we're not being like the world. We're being like Christ. That's what Christians mean. Christ-like. All right. And this is a word for somebody. I feel it in my spirit. I feel God moving in my spirit. God is speaking to someone, and it's through love and kindness. Thank you, Jesus. I can only be who God has created me to be. And I love Danielle. Glory to God. Now, some of the, I am not perfect. I got that. I'll be the first one. Look, I used to play basketball when I was younger. I know y'all can't see me because I'm on radio right now. <clears throat> to God be the glory. That was soon, soon changed. But when I played basketball and I filed or made an error, I was the first one to raise my hand. That's basketball. That's how you play ball. Glory to God when, you know, you made an error or you made a mistake. Thank you, Jesus. I will be the first one to raise my hand and say, I am not perfect. Thank you, Jesus. But I'm striving for perfection. And it is not me, but it is Christ in me, the hope of glory. And the fact that I renew my mind in the word. And I watch God and I listen to God. And God is in my heart. He's the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate God for that so much. Thank you, Jesus. So I prove, a sta- uh, 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 excuse me, yeah, prove the uh, established the validity um, through the mind being renewed, uh, responsible for one's thoughts and feelings. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost has already spoken. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, Christ-like in Christians, that's for someone. God has spoken to someone through the radio that he wants you to be Christ-like. If you're naming Christ as a part of your life or as a witness to Jesus Christ, then, you know, clean up, clean up your act, clean up, you know, maybe your clothes or, or your makeup or your hair or your jewelry. Glory to God. The Bible tells women how to dress modestly. Thank you, Jesus. We are not supposed to be showing all our cleavage. Thank you, Jesus. God, I think I am so angry with flesh. It's just flesh. My God, that's the world. That's how the world does. They show, you know, everything they got and some. Stuff, stuff they went bought. Stuff they went borrowed. They, they show what they got. They show what they bought. 
Thank you, Jesus. They show what they added on. That's the world. We're not supposed to be like the world. We're supposed to be a peculiar people. We are a royal priesthood. When you think of royalty, I was just noticing the other day. Thank you, Jesus. And my husband was with me. We were watching the news. And the prince, princess of duchess and, and uh, Diana's son, <laughs> excuse me, they were walking on, uh, on the air airplane tarp or the, the um, what is it, the uh, parking lot, that's what I'll call it, <laughs> of the airplane, and they had their children. And she had a beautiful powder blue dress. That girl was gorgeous. Oh, my God. You could see royalty all on her, the way she walked, the way she stepped. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The way she adorned herself. So, and, you know, I like beige shoes. Beige for a woman, it just says, like, volumes. It speaks volumes. Glory to God. And I thank God for that, for observation. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I saw that woman walk, and I'm like, oh, my God. Look, at I saw the royalty on her. And she had on, you know, it, it, was, it was a royal dress, but it was simple. You know, simple is uh, is classy. Simple is ex- is is exquisite. You don't have to be all out there and all tight and all sharp. You know, that's not classy. That 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 is not classy, and that is not God. If you are a Christian woman, and you are showing all of your breasts, all of your cleavage, thank you Jesus, and your skirt is skin tight and up above your knees, okay, or when you sit down and see, I'm conscious of that myself, I don't now wear only just long, long skirts and long, long dresses. Some of my skirts are below my knee, but when I sit down, they kind of rise a little bit, and I'm very conscious of that. I'm constantly, you know, kind of, you know, you know, getting my skirt adjusted and everything that I don't show nothing. I'm not trying to show the world nothing. The devil is a lie. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a peculiar person. I'm a woman of God, and that's what we're supposed to uh, to to present before the world. We're not supposed to line up like the world. We are royalty. So when I seen the Duchess, uh, the the Princess, uh, the Duchess of, um, um, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Diana's daughter-in-law. Oh my God, she was so gorgeous, and it was simple, 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 but it was so classy and so clean. Woo. My God, that's a word for somebody. Young ladies, older women, glory to God, that are calling yourself prophetess and, and preachers and pastors and teachers and evangelists. All right, it's time to clean it up and to line up with the word of God. And I know the enemy is listening. I know he's going to try to test me. Glory to God, but greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. For those of you that like to call in, the call-in number is 646-649-1068. Excuse me. I need to get a second. Okay, let's go to Philippians. The Bible tells us that we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us, okay, through Christ, not through our flesh, by showing all of our cleavage. And um, there's something also that seems to be prevalent. Excuse me, I apologize, that I'm finding um, within the um, saints. 
And that is, and God kind of revealed that to me. And then here, Bishop Jake spoke the same thing like the next day. Promotion comes from the Lord. Promotion doesn't come from the east or the west. Doesn't come, it doesn't come from uh, friendships or uh, politics, political moves. And, you know, I got a best friend or I got somebody who, you know, I'm going to do a favor for. So I do a favor for this person and they're going to do a favor for me. It, the devil is a lie. That is not how God blesses his people. God blesses us through us keeping our hearts right and us praying and talking to God. You know, and letting God, he says, come boldly to the throne. Let us reason together. Come share with me what's going on, what you need, uh, you know, what's happening in your life, uh, the blessings that you need in your life. Now, he already knows what we need. He already knows what's going on in our lives, but he is our Father God. And it does him so well for us to come to him and say, you know, Father God, I need you to move this out of my out of my way. I need you to bless me in this area, Father God. I need you to, you know, bless my finances, increase my finances, Father God. I need you to increase my businesses, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, my ministry, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank we get our prayers, we get our answers through prayer. We don't get our answers through running all over the place. Glory to God, the devil is alive trying to get this one and that one to do this and do that. No, thanks, let us not be, let, let us not be like that. Don't, um, that is not the will of God for us. For Paul said he'd never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the righteous seed begging for bread. Thank you, Jesus. That is not the will of God for his people. I'm reminded of a testimony that I have that I want to share with you. There is a business, um, and the business is not just an entity, but a person. Uh, <clears throat> my husband and I had visited a friend of ours, a doctor friend, and they happened to be there, and they were talking business, and uh, he happened to have an opportunity that uh, my husband and I had done some business with him prior that he wanted me to be a part of, my husband and I to be a part of, and um, to God be the glory that's given me skill with, you know, giving me skill and, and understanding, and I give all the glory to God and the know-how to do things, so he knew my level of of, of work, uh, my tenacity in getting things done, and um, he shared briefly that there was an opportunity, you know, and it would be really good for everybody involved. Um, we were supposed to meet like the next week or something. The next week came and went, and and truly, uh, I called out and reached out a couple of few times, and no call back, no text back, you know, no voicemail answer, none of that. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not feeling right. Something is not right about this. Um, so truly, again, kind of reached out again because I know now this particular person is of another nationality. Um, they're not Hispanic. They're not Caucasian. They're not African-American. Um, I think they're Indian or something to that effect. So, you know, some of them, Indian, those Indian cultures, they absolutely know how to get things done. So um, finally text and said, um, Thursday or Friday, you know, which day is good for your pastor to come out and meet. And hadn't heard from this person in like weeks. So I'm like, well, wait a minute now. You know, share with me again what this is all about. Their place is a long way out. And my time is too precious. I'm going to say it again. My time is too precious to be wasting going out somewhere and helping somebody else to God be the glory that God has not ordained for me to do. Just because it sounds right, 
doesn't mean it's right. So um, I text and said, okay, we'll share, you know, what's going on. Didn't hear back or anything. Shared it with my husband. And he's like, no, we were both on the same page, you know, uh-uh. No, the righteous does not have to beg for bread. If that person truly was above board and had something great going on that I could be successful in as well as his organization, he would have called, text, or got back with me. But because some people think that God's people that, that that they can just use God's people any kind of way, you know, because we say we're saints or because we say we're first lady of a church or a pastor of a church or evangelist, that they can just come over and just run over God's people and just treat people God's people any kind of way. That's not the word of God. Paul said the righteous are not forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. God is not gonna forsake God is not gonna forsake me because I didn't like go running way on the other side town, not absolutely knowing if everything was together for number one, they never got back with us for like weeks and days. And when they did, the word they used was busy. Well, I don't want to hear that you're busy. I want to know about the opportunity that's going on. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, I didn't get back. Thursday, Friday came and went, and that was it. It's over. It's done. Because the world will not, and I'm not going to use the word that's coming to heart and mind. It's a very harsh word. Um, let's see, because I used to with my husband. He's like, why would you say something like that? But it's it's true. Uh, the word is prostitute. The world will try to prostitute God's people's anointing, uh, their talent, their gifts, and that's not the will of God for us because we are royalty. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are above only and not beneath. That is a word for somebody. I feel it in my spirit. Someone is being used and misused and treated, you know, wrongly with your skills and your gifts and your talents from someone in the world. That is not the will of God for your life. Now, I'm not saying quit your job without having something else. I'm saying pray and talk to God and let the Holy Ghost lead and guide you in all truth. That's what it's for. It's to lead and guide us into all truth. It's not to get us to just jump and shout and praise God and, you know, and, and shake and buck. And I love all of that. I tell you, my God, if you see me, you know, in church praising God, glory to God. I remember one time my uh, sister we were in Louisiana, and I thank God, you know, for the church that I grew up in. And I was praising God. I tell you, it was just me, God, and the Holy Ghost. I was praising God for his goodness and what he done. And I heard my sister in my ear, praise him, praise him. So if you ever see me praising God, you know that I'm with and for praising God. But that's not what the only thing that the Holy Ghost is for. The Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost comes to lead and guide us into all truth. So sister and our brother, that someone is trying to misuse and use your gifts and talents that God is giving you, your knowledge, pray and talk to the Holy Ghost. Talk to Father God in Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, and ask him to lead and guide you into all truth. How do you handle this? 
God, what do I do? God, turn this thing around, God. Release me from this, God. Lord, I want to start my own business, God. I want to be an entrepreneur myself, God. Lord, I want to work for you, God. For I know you're faithful and just. You're not like man, God. Lord, open the doors for me, God. Fix it for me, Lord, in Jesus' name. He will turn those gifts and talents and skills that you have, and he'll use them for his glory. Will you help people that will appreciate you? Glory to God that will acknowledge and celebrate what you have. I am a witness. Glory to God. No longer. Thank you, Jesus. That will not happen anymore. Not in First Lady Evangelist, teacher, student of the word, Daniel Wilson's life. It will not happen. Glory to God. I'm trusting God. He's on my side. And I'm on God's side. And just like God is on my side, brother and sister of the Lord, God is on your side as well. He does not. We are not beneath. We are above. We are not going to have someone prostitute our gift. We are not going to have someone use our gift and then not appreciate it. No. Try to use you up. No. For their gain. No. Not God's people. That's the way of the world. We're renewing our mind. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Not man. Not that Indian culture guy do I do all things through. I do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, fear thou not. This is God talking. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. And I looked at the word just made, and that means don't be changed or rearranged by the faces on the people. They may look at you up one side and down the other, sideways, like who you think you are, and you just look at them straight and say, a woman of God, God's property. Thank you. And, and something, sometimes not even anything, just keep on, just look past it and keep on going. So Isaiah 41 and 10 says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. This is God talking. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Okay? That's a word for someone where people, the world, is misusing your talents, your gifts. Thank you, Jesus. God is going to turn it around, and he's going to use it for his glory. He's going to put you around people that appreciate you, that celebrate what God has given you. I am a witness. He's doing it in my life, and I thank God for it. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. He said, I would rather glory in mine infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And we're not doing that. Not that we glory in like, oh, woe is me and putting it out there in the atmosphere and things of that nature all the time. But what Paul is saying is that he's not boasting in, you know, all the good things and, and, and you know, all the uh, great things that he has, but he's boasted in Christ, that in Christ he can do all things. 
that the power is in Christ and not in himself. Thank you, Jesus. That when he is weak, that the power of Christ rests upon him because we lean and move and have our being in Christ. We lean on God. We lean on Christ in our weaknesses. That's what, you know, and it's a process. It's a process. It's a, it's a daily, daily, every day, you know, every day moving forward, putting one foot in front of the other process. I was sharing with someone that uh, <clears throat> at that time, which uh, was just not long ago, that I was under construction. <laughs> and as I said that, I could see, like, a construction uh, site. Excuse me. Actually, what I saw was a house being built. Thank you, Jesus. And as the house was being built, God allowed me to see boards flying everywhere, hammers being nailed, nails flying everywhere. You know, I was under construction. There was a house being built. And as the house was being built, you know, stuff was flying off of me everywhere. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I just thank God for that vision. He deals with me in visions and dreams. And um, truly, uh, okay, this is what I want to say. Before people... We want to be, I want to be my authentic self. And no, I don't want to show everything that I'm going through and things of that nature. The Bible says that we're hid in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, but on the same hand, we want to be real. You know, we don't want to carry ourselves more than that that we are. We want to, um, you know, be who we are in God, not in our, or not in our flesh, because we are new creatures in God, new creatures in Christ. The old person has been put away. So we, we walk in newness of life. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, God, I thank you for the word. <clears throat> Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. That's Isaiah 40 and 31. That's that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Waiting upon the Lord, he's going to renew our strength. We're going to run and not be weary. We're going to walk and not faint. And we're going to mount up with wings as eagles. So away with them devils that are trying to use and, and uh, exhort the skill, wisdom, knowledge, and talent that God has put in a person. Away with that. I cut that out. I removed that far from me in the name of Jesus and from any other person's life, be they a male or brother or sister in the Lord, where the enemy is actually the one behind or flesh is actually behind um, the doings of uh, not celebrating and not uh, fairly, you know, treating God's people and the gifts that God has. Uh, put within us and talents and things of that nature. Um, now, there again, if you're on a secular job, uh, you're there because you sought the job out, you wanted the position, it pays good money, you know, it's good work and things like that. Don't, I'm not talking to you unless God is dealing with you to go to another level, unless God is revealing to you that the boss and the company is mistreating you and not handling you right. And if that be the case, wait. The Bible tells us to wait upon the Lord, and he's going to renew your strength. You're going to mount up with wings as eagles. You're going to run what God has given you to do, and you're not going to be weary. You're going to walk 
and you're not going to faint. Thank you, Jesus. So don't go run out there and quit your job now, and you ain't got no other, no other job to fall back on because rent comes the first of every month, and then shortly after that comes the light bill, the gas bill, the water bill. You got your car notes. You got your car insurance. Glory to God, you got your cell phone, you got your internet, you got your cable. Hello, I don't think I need to continue letting you know you do not need to quit that job that you have with that money coming in. But we do need to seek God. You do need to seek God, and he's going to renew your strength. He's going to mount you up as uh, on wings of an eagle. You're going to run, not be weary, and you're going to walk and not faint. Thank you, Jesus. When we wait upon the Lord, I tell you, God is just so good. Oh, my gosh, because you know what? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, the world has a way of using up God's people and then spitting them out. Actually, what it is is the enemy. And that's his job. He'll use he'll use up his own, uh, excuse me, um, what are they called? I don't want to call them. People that are yielding their memories to the enemy, he will use them up, make them, tired, ran down, tore down, and then leave them, spit them out, and leave them just standing there, you know. But serving God, God will renew us. He'll strengthen us. He'll mount us up with wings as eagles. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to run and not be weary. We're going to walk and not faint. Thank you, Jesus, because we are waiting on God. We are trusting God. Psalms 31 and 24. Be of good cheer, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord, be of good courage. Thank you, Jesus. And that's, excuse me, that's how I was. Oh, excuse me. Lord have mercy. My system is going through a couple different changes, but I'm here. I'm still here. Um. That's how it was when God revealed, when the Holy Ghost revealed to me what was actually taking place behind the scenes. I was of good courage, you know, and I was strengthening God. I wasn't, I don't, that's one thing God had, and I thank God for that, is his love and kindness and his strength. I've always trusted in God. He's always been faithful to me. He's always loved me, provided for me and my children when they were younger. And now that they're adults, he is still providing for them. He's providing for my grandchildren, and I thank God for that. That's the love of God. It is no goodness of my own. Only through prayer and supplication I can actually take responsibility because of my prayers that I pray for my family, my children, my grandchildren, my sisters, my brothers, glory to God, my husband's uh, children and his family. Thank you, Jesus. It's through prayer, thank you, Jesus, that I take the responsibility of. And I appreciate God that I have power in prayer. First Corinthians 16 and 13 says, okay, this is Paul. Watch you stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men and be strong. That's a word for evangelist, first lady, teacher, student of the word of God, Danielle Wilson. And, and I share this word with those saints, uh, uh, men and women of God, 
being strong in God and in what God has given us and not feigning and not taking down, but standing on the word of God in the power of God, not in our own power, not in our own strength, but in God's power, might, wisdom, and understanding. And all thy getting, we must get an understanding. So 1 Corinthians, therefore, 1 Corinthians 16 and 13 tells us to watch, for us to stand fast in the faith, for us to quit being like men. See, that's what I was saying earlier about the Christians. We're supposed to be peculiar people. We're not supposed to be like mankind. We're supposed to quit being like men, you know, forgive, uh, release and forgiveness, love our enemies. Do good to them that hate us. Bless those that curse us. Pray for them which despitefully use us and persecute us. Pray for them. Quit being like men. Quit talking about them. Quit gossiping. Quit being a tailbearer. Quit being a backbiter. Quit it. Quit being like men and let's be like God. Let's be like Christ. Christ-like Christians. We call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves Christ-like. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, let us be like Christians. Let us be Christ-like. And the way we do that is through renewing our mind through the word of God, getting in the word of God and letting the word get in us. That's the key. Not us just reading the word and looking the words up. All of that is good. I shared with you earlier. I love Matthew Henry commentary. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, so uh, Matthew Henry commentary and the Web and Webster's Dictionary. I love Webster's Dictionary. When I was a young girl coming up, um, uh, not a girl, but a young lady, I would read the dictionary on my lunch break. That's how much... Um, knowledge that that was in me i would just absorb it like a sponge you know it was just like health to my bone marrow to my bones i loved reading the dictionary it just fed me um and i'm still the same way i still love to learn and uh things of that nature glory to god so in all our getting we get an understanding hallelujah and i thank god for that I feel that my time is up. Um, I am going to put out the guest call-in number again, 646-649-1068. If there's anyone, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, that would love to call in and give a praise report, a testimony, a prayer request. Uh, You have a song you like to sing. You have a very, very, very best scripture in your life that you love to hold on to and feed off of. And, you know, you just want to share that great scripture with the listening audience. Do call in. I want to say last week we had a a listener call in from UK. Excuse me. And let us keep that brother in prayer that God blesses, delivers, cleanses. Glory to God that he knows who he is in God. A couple of weeks prior, we had a, a, a lady call in from, I believe it was Michigan, and I need to call and check on her to make sure that all is well with her. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And I'm going to admonish. That's a word for somebody. There's somebody out there who God has called for you to call and check on, being saints. We're to check on one another. You know, iron sharpening iron. We cannot do it on our on our own. We need one another in Christ, okay, not in the world. But in Christ, we're supposed to be the answer for the world. 
We're not supposed to be going to the world to get an answer. We're supposed to be going to the world to give them an answer. Okay, and we stand on that. We stand on that word of God that we have the answer, which is Jesus Christ, the righteous, a life of Jesus Christ, living now that you may live again. We are called to reconcile men unto God. If you are not received, woman of God, if you are not received, man of God, that's that dust off. And go on to the next city. Go on to the next person that God leads you to. Thank you, Jesus. So let us keep um, our our friends that have called in. Let us keep them in prayer. Uh, Houston, thank you, Jesus. They made it through. There were a few deaths. Um, I have no no comment, no statement on that. Um, all I can say is let's stay in prayer for them. Those that have lost loved ones, um, those that have lost everything, there are people that have lost their entire life. You know, my God, they've lived in their homes for 30 and 40 years, and it's all gone. So let's just keep them in prayer, keep their hope up that God comes in and encourages them, you know, that hope, glory to God, springs up in their life through the giving of other people. I've been seeing on the news how Texas has really stepped up. You know, and I, it just, it really doesn't surprise me because I, when I first moved here to Texas, and I've shared this before, 1998, <clears throat> God brought me here, no family, no friends, and the friend that I did have, a friend girl, she was at the Potter's House, which is where God brought me, shout out to the Potter's House, Bishop Chidi Jakes and First Lady Sarita and their family, God bless, keep and watch over them, Lord, as they do your work in Jesus' name, and so I met her at the Potter's House, and shortly after that, we went our own separate ways, so basically, I was here by myself, but I wasn't Okay, I was here alone, but I wasn't by myself. I had Father God, Lord Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And if I didn't tell you that God led and guided and provided for me my whole way here, and one thing that I can say about Texas that will help you get up, I am a living witness. Being here with no family members, this is God's plan for my life, no friends, I found the love of Texans helping me get up. Now, once you get up, saints and listening audience, I'm gonna tell you this: Texans ain't gonna let. They're not gonna help you walk. Okay, you got to walk on your own. But they will help you get up. And I am a living witness to that kindness and that love that they have for people. You know across the board, and I thank God for that, and um, so it doesn't surprise me what the Texans are doing, therefore it doesn't surprise me what the Texas are, Texans are doing for those in Houston, how, you know, we've opened our doors and, and sanctuaries and buildings and things to house them, and I was uh, seeing, I believe the guy is here in uh, some part of Texas, him and his wife, they've opened a house, and he said four out of the eight are disabled or special needs, and that's what touched him to help. And there's a whole house that he has, you know, for the family. Beautiful house, clean, roomy, just nice, you know, but it didn't surprise me because I've experienced that same care from Texas. They will help you get up. But I'm going to tell you, now once you get up, they, they won't let 
<laughs> you can't lean on them. You got to walk on your own. You got to get with God, get in God, get in the word, find out what God has for you. Thank you, Jesus. If you're not in God, if you're not in God's word, I admonish you to find a uh, a word preaching church, okay? Word preaching church. Get with that church that preaches the word, the entire word. The Bible says eat the whole roll from Genesis to Revelation. Thank you, Jesus. I, I'm not even going to go there. God, is, he's not saved me and filled me with the Holy Ghost to talk about other ministries. I've never done that. I've never been one, you know, that I call out the Baptist or the Pentecostal or the Protestant. And I don't do that. That's, that's not God's will and purpose for my life. God's will and purpose for my life is to show someone how to live for God, a better life, the love of God, the care of God, the concern of God, a better life in God, deliverance and peace and joy. That's what God has called Sister Danielle for, for. not to talk against other ministries. And I appreciate God for that understanding that he's given me on that. And I hold on to that. And I live that. The fact about, you know how the saints, how they, after church, they get together and they talk against dignitaries. The Bible speaks about us not doing that, for us not to talk against dignitaries. Thank you, Jesus. If God has put someone in place, in a position over a church, all we can do is pray for that person. Even if you see error, even if you see that they're leading and guiding their people down wrong, that is their relationship with Jesus Christ. And the blood will be required at their hands. Don't you get yourself entangled in that and get God against you because you're, you know, starting to backbite and gossip and tell bearer on that dignitary. Don't do it. Just pray for them. Pray for the ministry. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And then you go on in what God is calling you to do because we have so much what God has shown me. I have so much that I am doing for God and that God has for me to do, I do not have time to inundate my mind with what other people are doing and what they're not doing. All I can do is pray for them unless God gives me a word for them. Other than that, glory to God, I keep my mouth off of them in Jesus' name because I know what the Bible says. It says that he'll turn it on a worse thing to come on you. And I don't want worse things to come on me. I want God's blessings. The Bible says there are benefits and serving God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I got like 42 minutes and I feel my, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel my helper, you know, kind of winding down. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate God for this opportunity. I pray you guys pray with me. I have seen a, a, a longtime friend, sister friend of mine, and she's invited me to minister. Thank you, Jesus. Um, on her nights, some of her nights, and that's God opening the door for me, and I thank God for it. So I'm asking, therefore, I'm asking uh, the righteous that can get a prayer through to pray with me that God have his way in my life. <clears throat> that God remove all hindrances, you know, anything and anybody that would try to block the move of God in my life, prayer of the righteous for Danielle. Sister Danielle cannot, I know I can't do it on my own. I need your help, saints. I need the help of those that have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that know who they are in God. I am asking you to pray with me 
that God have his way, I'm absolutely going to walk through the door, glory to God, with the authority that God has given me. Thank you, Jesus, with the anointing. The thing that we don't want to do is to walk through the door in our flesh, to walk through the door in ourselves, but truly walk through the door in newness of life, in the spirit of God, in Jesus' name. I thank God for the presence of the righteous, for they availeth much. I pray for those that are praying for me. I pray for those that are praying with me. I ask God to watch over you as you travel on the highways and byways. I ask God to keep you today. The Bible says, as long as it's called today, that we encourage one another today. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for your family. I pray for your children. If I protect your children, no pedophile spirits, I bind them in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over your children, over your finances, over your jobs, glory to God, over your homes, over your health. Hallelujah. That God supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. Until next teaching Tuesday, which will be September the 12th, be blessed to be a blessing. Now, I have something on my calendar starting at... um, at 10:30 to 12. So I may not be with you guys next teaching Tuesday, but it looks like my Wednesday of next week is available. So uh, listen for me or look for me to be on um, Blog Talk Radio. Shout out to Blog Talk Radio September 13th, which is next Wednesday, instead of teaching Tuesday. And until then, be blessed to be a blessing. I love you. With the love of the Lord, God bless you until next week. Be encouraged. Bye-bye.